This is SBS News in Easy English. I'm Peggy Giacomelos. Anthony Albanese has not ruled out a formal apology to French President Emmanuel Macron over the submarine contract deal that was cancelled at short notice by the previous government. The Prime Minister will have a one-on-one meeting with Mr Macron in Paris where he will seek to repair the relationship damaged in the wake of the contract cancelled. Mr Albanese says their private conversations will not be made public. What I want to do, though, is to make sure that we can look forward. Look forward in a way that builds a relationship to what it should be. It should be a relationship in which we can rely upon each other, as we have for a long period of time, and in which we can trust each other and mutually benefit uh, from building that relationship. COVID-related payments have ended as a new financial year begins. Federal Health Minister Mark Butler says anyone who is infected with the coronavirus must still follow directions to isolate at home for a week, but pandemic leave payments will no longer be paid. Mr Butler says the federal government does not have a budget to continue funding what were intended as emergency payments. At least 14 people have been killed and more than 30 others are missing after a massive mudslide in northeast India. Disaster response workers and locals are trying to rescue those who remain buried under the debris. The mudslide is thought to have been caused by rain following weeks of heavy downpours across India and the neighbouring nation of Bangladesh. Around 200 people have been killed in downpours and mudslides in India's northeast and in Pakistan in recent weeks. At least 30 people are still missing and one person has died after the small boat they were in sank off the coast of Libya. Doctors Without Borders says a rescue ship managed to rescue around 70 people, including some women and children. But a pregnant woman later died and others remain unaccounted for. The New South Wales government says it's no closer to ending a dispute over the state's new Korean-built train fleet with the state's rail union. The union is continuing strike action today, making only 30% of Sydney's trains available after talks with transport authorities broke down on Thursday. A draft government proposal to make more than $260 million worth of safety changes has done little to get the trains back on tracks. The union says it wants a formal deal in writing. Rail, Tram and Bus Union State Secretary Alex Classens says the RTBU has been pushing for action for a long time. We had a promise from a previous transport minister before the last state election, before the last enterprise agreement. We've had promise after promise, backflip after backflip, reneging after reneging. And yet again, the goalposts have moved. We've got a government that sits there, a government minister that sits there and makes a promise, and then five minutes later, somebody else is changing the ground rules. So there's a tug of war going on inside government. We're not sure who's coming out on top, but it would appear to be that it's not David Elliott. Queensland's police force 
are changing their age requirements for new recruits. The minimum application age has been lowered from 18 to 17 in a bid to get more people to sign up to the service. Police Commissioner Katerina Carroll has told Channel 7 the change has been made so that teenage school leavers can apply early and be ready to start work once they turn 18. It will be the case that they we want them here at 18, they will be out in the road at 18 and a half. What I want to do today is to encourage every 17-year-old in Queensland to apply for the Queensland Police Service. And that's SBS News in Easy English.